0: They all need to cut cut the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton-Pulitzer.
1: Hey, folks. Welcome to Cut the Crap. Come on, folks. I know. Weird name, but crap is merely an acronym. For culture, race, and American politics. You know how it works. And when you look at any media, you begin to wonder what the hell's going on with America. But something I've always told you, the truth is in the paper. You know it about your ballots. We're going to be talking about government papers. And not just the toilet paper going on, right? Right? There is a crap storm brewing in Washington, D.C. Not that they need any more nuggets added to the mix, right? It's already been a crap storm for a very long time. Hey, folks, use your finger. Give the system this finger. Use this finger. Share this program right now. Share this program immediately. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a history lesson first, and then you're going to understand... Isn't that funny? Isn't you understand that uh, why our government is so bad? I know you're thinking you're deaf. If you were out there watching my face, you saw my lips flapping, but you didn't hear any sound. Radio folks heard my sound. It's, it happens every now and then. You know what? And it's because, hey, we all have our own individual crap shows every now and then. And this is a crap show. Like I said, we're going to be talking about some stuff that's going on in D.C. It's a hell of a crap show. But I'm going to give you a history lesson that you need to know. You might want to take some notes. Because I want you to think of yourself not only as an American citizen, I want you to think of yourself as if you were a juror. I want you to put yourself in a jurors position is that okay put yourself in a jurors position as I tell you a few things now you know that government documents right government documents are supposed to keep keep uh, be kept right let me give you some history on that if if I may because I want you to understand how all of this all of this works see when it comes to the government Federal agencies, federal records must be preserved by an agency. They must be held, right? Now, let me give you the details of it because you're going to need this. Ready? They use it as evidence of the organization, the functions, the policies, decisions, procedures, operations, right? And valuable data. Now, at some times, they can be authorized for disposal. If they're specifically only considered temporary records, okay. Now, this is like audio, video, uh, engineering drawings, uh, computer files, text messages, email, instant messages, any electronic messages, maps, memo, randa memos, doodles, writings, presentations, etc. Right. Here's how, you, here's how you determine if something should be part of the federal record. You ready? Did the agency who has these records, did they require these records to be created or to be submitted to them? There you go. Ready? Did they require this information to be created, discovered, or submitted to them? Uh, was the information, right, was the information used to facilitate business? You follow what I'm saying? And do the different people in the agencies, officers, senators, or otherwise, I'm giving you the agency side first, do they need to share this information to understand what's going on? You follow me? Now let's look at the hardcore Senate rules. And this is the, what's called Senate Standing Rule Number 11, okay? It's called Papers, Withdrawal, Printing, Reading of, and Reference, okay? Now, here's how it works. Think about procedure here first. All committee hearings, keyword hearings, records, data, charts, and files shall be kept separate and distinct from the Congressional Office. Records of the member serving as chairman of the committee, meaning they should be kept and set aside, right? Such records shall be the property of the Senate and all members of the committee and the Senate shall have access to the records and they're authorized to publish them, to have them bound, to have them printed and to have the data shared. Do you get what I'm saying here? Now let me go to one other step that you need to understand. If any of these Congress, Senate committees, ready for this? If they take money Ready? If they take money for what they're doing. Now remember, any of these hearings are funded by who? Any of these hearings. Who are they funded by? They are funded by the public. And so what happens is these records or property is considered almost like a legal tender. And so they have a rule in here. Uh, U.S. Code 18641 that says, whoever embezzles, steals, purloins, or knowingly converts to his use or the use of another without authority, sells, conveys, disposes of any record, voucher, money, a thing of value to the United States or any department or agency thereof, or any property made or being made, under contract for the United States Department thereof, who we or whoever receives, conceals, and retains the same with the intent to uh, hide their actions. Think about this. Shall be fined under this title or in prison not more than 10 years or both. But if the value of the property does not exceed the sum of a thousand, he'll be fined uh, under his title in prison not more than one year or both. Okay. Then they have, they even go further, and they say, concealment, removal, or mutilation. Whoever willfully and unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilate, abu- uh, obliterates, destroys, or attempts to do so with the intent, carries away any record, preceding map, book, document, or other thing, deposited with the court, or used in the government, blah, 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 can get three years. Short in terms, as it goes on, if you try to hide them, if you try to hide them, you can be held accountable for crime. Now that applies to the Senate, to the House, and every single federal agency. And now we're finding out, even though they were instructed to hold on to them, That the January 6th Committee, once they found out that Trump had subpoena power, once they found out how Jack Smith really wrangled this charge, it gave President Trump subpoena power. And what did the January 6th Committee do, even though they were instructed not to? Yeah, that's right. They've begun destroying the records. Share this. Hang tight. I'll be right back.
0: See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
1: Hey, guys, do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life? And it was as simple as just changing my pillows. I know that may sound stupid. Look, you've seen Mike Lindell and his wonderful product, My Pillow. I actually just didn't think a pillow could change my life. I finally got my pillows. Now let me tell you about my sleep habits. Number 1, you know, when we do this every 12 hours. We're joining together to do my broadcast every 12 hours. Sleep is so precious to me and I was very lucky. Very lucky to get 3 to four hours of really good sleep any one night. I used to use nine pillows, and it's because I've broken so much in my body, old battle wounds, broken arms, you name it, sleep was not my friend. And it was ruining my health, tremendously ruining my health. Well, I saw Mike's commercial, didn't know Mike for a long time. I finally broke down and got my pillows. I took those nine pillows,
0: We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Here's Jovan.
1: Hey folks, we're talking about the truth is in the paper. I've are, are always told you this. And we're talking about the January 6th committee. The problem is it now is being revealed that the January 6th committee has begun destroying records. It's a before and after issue. Let me explain. They held their hearings, which were total crap. And they had all their notes and everything from the hearing as they're putting forth evidence they said that they weren't going to release certain things, a lot of the video, because it was under investigation. And that kind of gave them their protection window, you follow me, where they could hold it. Now, Jackass Smith has indicted President Trump. It's number three. Uh, It very well could be there's a fourth one coming out of Georgia here shortly. Now, the problem is, with the way this has been done, which we'll we'll talk about it on today's program, is now everything they ever touched or looked at, everything they ever wrote down, is discoverable. Everything. Let me explain how this works in a court of law. Hell, 30 plus years ago, I was an expert witness in a case. And uh, this was one of the very first times I had ever testified as an expert witness. And I saw that, man, things are like really wonky in this. And here's why. Because the person I was having to give uh, to, let's say, testimony about what he had done, this person was a convicted felon. And it was the very first time I experienced in court having to testify. Man, this might be, you know, pushing hell 35 years ago. Even though this fellow was a felon, I could not mention it in my testimony. Because the fact of the matter is, everyone, knowing he was a felon, would have stopped certain things from uh, ever trusting this individual. You follow what I'm saying? And so I realized that courts can be really wonky, and there are maneuvers that attorneys can hide things. Goes through the case, all this other stuff, it's going on for about a week or two. And through the attorneys were very smart. They actually noticed the guy kept on writing on paper and doodling and doing stuff. And so as the next trial date comes up, they were able to request... Okay, we want to see all those notes and memos and everything else. Which was allowed in the way it has to be. So they turned him over. On his own piece of paper, he basically wrote, in a little more harder terms than I'm going to share with you, but he said, see, I knew I would screw these guys. Now, simple statement. I knew I would screw these guys. When that document, simple statement, Written in his own hand on his own notes, when that document was now able to be found another way, what was protected and couldn't be talked about, which was protected by him and the system, or you know, protecting him from the system, just that statement allowed it to be entered in evidence, and he had to explain, what do you mean, see, I told you I was going to screw you, which allowed evidence to come in that this guy was in fact an embezzler. Get it? Their whole everything disappeared and the case was won against the fellow. Now, the only reason I tell you that is so you understand even notes matter. Everything. Everything written down, everything mattered. All of these lawmakers sitting there doodling matter. All of the notes that they pass to each other matter. All of the notes in meetings where they were interviewing potential witnesses, right? Um, Maybe even witnesses they didn't use. All of it matters. Every single bit, especially when their trials matter. Now, here's what we're dealing with. Donald J. Trump has been indicted specifically for you led an insurrection, you rounded people up. And of course, they're crawling through all his social media. President Trump released this the other day. It says, so now that I have full subpoena power because of the freedom of speech sham indictment by cricket Joe Biden, deranged Jackass Smith and the DOJ, it has just been reported that the unselect January 6th Committee of Political Hacks and Thugs has illegally destroyed their records and documents. This is unthinkable. And the fake political indictment against me must be immediately withdrawn. The system is rigged and corrupt. And very much like the presidential election of 2020, we are in decline. Now, Remember I explained to you in part of the teaching before, January 6th, part of the, well, mind screw they did, was they got the media, remember it's just unholy trinity between government, media, and academia, they all talked about it in a trial. But a trial, using that term and dropping that term and letting people believe it was a trial when it wasn't, it was a hearing, right, right, hear it, they did not allow anybody, President Trump or otherwise, to present their evidence that it wasn't a coup, it wasn't an insurrection, etc. I also told you early on, when they started out with coup and treason and insurrection, you knew and we talked about it would never hold up in a court of law, because that's not what the evidence showed. And, of course, there was embellishment. Remember, they said people were holding weapons on long poles, long poled weapons, which ha- happened to be flagpoles, right? Then I explained to you, look, okay, it's not going to stick. This is a sham. It's not really a hearing. People know it. They're going to they're flex, and they're going to flex, and they're going to go to this move of conspiracy. Now, conspiracy is what allows us to break it wide open cross a lot of barriers they couldn't cross because why? Treason has very hard-line definitive things you have to prove. Same with insurrection and same with coup, and they couldn't do it. So they called it conspiracy. Now, under this conspiracy and all the charging they did on President Trump for conspiracy, they opened an interesting window, and that window is President Trump now gets to present evidence. Everything he heard, everything he saw, everything he used to make his decision of talking about it. And that's why they want to criminalize free speech and stop it, because you're about to find out there was no treason, it was all a witch hunt, but boy,
0: this gets better. I'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you?
1: is in the paper it's that simple and the january 6th committee has been caught hiding crap now i explained earlier in the program all the rules about to keep it you understand they've violated every bit of it but they're terrified here's why see donald trump now has subpoena power donald trump Set on truth, hey, look, they are doing the unthinkable. They have started deleting the records. Now, what you need to know is even the New York Times, which we'll talk about in just a second, is freaking out that, and they're acknowledging that the prosecution of Trump may have terrible consequences. It's an article by another Harvard attorney, and just saying, boy, this was a huge mistake. Now, what's going on in this, in this thing that people are understanding is that this Jackass Smith, right, it outlines what people are saying is factually compelling but far from legally air, airtight case. But the case involves novel applications of three criminal laws and raises tricky issues of Trump's intent, his freedom of speech, and the contours of presidential power. If the prosecution fails, especially if the trial concludes after a general election that Mr. Trump loses, it will be a historic disaster. But even if the prosecution succeeds in convicting Mr. Trump before or after the election, the cost to the legal system will be huge. There's a lot to this in unpacking it, and part of this is the fact that now all of the timelines are put together, you find out that the FBI, basically I'd call it colluded, worked with the DOJ to not charge Trump, right, they they kept on saying they were going after everybody, we're going to go after everybody involved. They delayed it more than a year. Now, why did they delay it more than a year? Do you know? You should know. They delayed it so it would occur exactly during the election time. This is why even law professors are saying, guys, this is a problem. This is a serious problem. You're going to get caught in a legal crossfire. See, what's been brewing inside, you might not know about, is there are agents inside the FBI and otherwise, it's all in turmoil there right now. All of the records, why? Because of these indictments, are coming out where even FBI agents were saying, you're interfering with the election, this is false There is no basis here. You could just call President Trump. You don't have to rate it. All of this is now coming to a head. And it's all coming to a head because they decided to charge President Trump criminally. Now, see, they did that for a reason. I told you, I doubt it will ever go to court. They did that. Because they are crapping in the craniums of people all across the nation. And they need the people that support them say, see, I told you it was a criminal. Remember, you can get indicted for anything. You can be thrown in jail for just walking to D.C. on a particular day. You get it? And not have any due process. They know that. But they're not playing the game. President Trump told you this. He said, they're not after me. They're after you they're not after me they're after you that's what is at stake and so because they're playing this game and they just don't care they have made a legal mistake that is going to open the floodgates and now it is going to come into play if you said you were going after an insurrection and a coup remember they changed it to conspiracy for legal reasons. But in all their records saying, hey, it's a coup, it's a coup, it's a coup, they kind of changed midstream. You get it? Because when they said it was a coup, and they released all this stuff trying to get you to believe it was a coup, and then they said they're going after everybody involved, and then they did a switch, they dropped coup, went to conspiracy, and now they brought Trump in, and now it's right in the middle of the election season and everything else, you literally can now see where this creates what even Harvard liberal professors are talking about. This might very well be a historic disaster of monumental proportions. And it's all over. They played a game. They thought they were, well, what's the word, impenetrable, uh, right? They thought they were armor-protected. See, back in, uh, well, let's see, 2022, November 2022, Kevin McCarthy, not that I have any love lost for Kevin McCarthy, he issued a demand to the committee saying, you must preserve the records. And it's addressed to the chairman of the committee, and it basically says the American people chose Republicans to lead the 118th Congress on January 3rd, 2023, your work as chairman of the select committee investigation into the January attack on the United States Capitol will come to an end. So he's saying in November, this is, it's going to be over in January. For those reasons, I remind you and your staff on the committee to preserve all records collected, and transcripts of testimony taken during your investigation in accordance with House Rule 7. As the chairman, regardless of who may be directing the work to the committee, you are responsible for the work done by your members and staff. Get it? This is where preservation of records comes in. It is clear based on recent news reports that even your own members and staff of the committee have no visibility into the totality of the investigation. They're keeping a lot of stuff secret, right? They were hiding it. Some reports suggest that the entire swaths of findings will be left out of your committee's final report. Here's the deal. They found stuff that purely showed this wasn't an insurrection, conspiracy, or coup. They're leaving it out. Here's the key. I told you at the beginning, for all committees, all hearings, right, House, Senate, doesn't matter, get ready for this, ready. You spent a year and a half and millions of taxpayers' dollars conducting the investigation. It is imperative that all the information collected be preserved not just for institutional prerogatives but for transparency to the American people. The official congressional records do not belong to you or any member, but to the American people. They are owed all of the information you gathered, not merely the information that comports with your political agenda. Although your committee public hearings did not focus on why the Capitol complex was not secure on January 6, 2021, the Republican majority And the 118th Congress will hold hearings that do so. The American people have the right to know that the allegations you have made are, in fact, supported by the facts and are to be able to be viewed in the transcript with an eye towards encouraged enforcement of U.S. Code 18-1001. Now, here's the deal. When they get the reply, re, reply back, this Bernie Thompson told the House Republicans, "Here's what he said: consistent with the guidance from your office of the clerk and other authorities." So this is his reply back. The select committee did not. The select committee did not archive temporary committee records that were not elevated by the committee's actions such as use in hearings or official publications and those that did not further its investigation activities. Well, remember when I told you earlier there's this little caveat of temporary papers? The letter went on and said, Accordingly and contrary to your letter's implication, the select committee was not obligated to archive all video recordings of transcribed interviews, and depositions. Based on the guidance from House authorities, the Select Committee determined what the written transcripts provided by nonpartisan professional official, official reporters, which the witnesses, the Select Committee staff had an opportunity to review for errata, were the official permanent records of transcribed interviews and depositions for the purposes of Rule 7. Now, unpack that. You notice how they changed. You notice how they called them memorandums. But as he said, we didn't save those memorandums, but he drug it right over into transcripts and the videotapes. Do you remember, and go back and rewatch this program, I gave you the outline of what is demanded to be kept. He even said they created video interviews. He even said they selectively transcribed ones. When they bring the person in for the interview, and it is recorded, it is part of the permanent record. And they're going to try to use the excuse, no, we really called that a memorandum and a, jun- a junior person looked at it and it didn't get elevated to us. So you can't really say it influenced a committee. Now, do you see how this works? Do you see why they have so many little knob polishing interns around? They're all operatives. I've always told you the staff are operatives. The operatives go through it. They look at it, they go back to these guys and go, oh my God. And these guys on the other side can say, then I don't want to see it, I don't want to hear it. You get it? That's how they manipulate the system. But part of the saving grace is these are not merely memorandums. You cannot say a full-blown interview recorded debrief testimony is a memorandum. This is going to be a fight. They're floating. Remember, I told you this is the Overton window. They're floating the idea they don't have them. Sorry, they don't have them. And they're watching how the public responds. And if we kind of treat it like we don't care... They're going to go, they're not going to hold us accountable. I'm going to tell you what needs to happen and what's at stake. Share this coming up on my last segment for Final Comments. Be right back.
0: Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back.
1: Okay, guys, I'm back. We're talking about, well, they're finding out that the January 6th committee did not keep their paperwork like they were required to. But I want you to understand, just like you saw in Arizona during the audit, they're going to lie, lie, lie and say it was gone. And they hope you let it go. So what they're going to do is they're going to watch. They're going to watch this window. They're going to see how the public and lawmakers respond. Okay. They know they have a problem. The problem they have, as even uh, Harvard attorneys are coming out and writing pieces, literally writing op-eds for New York Times, they are saying that this has opened a door, and it's going to backfire against the government, because President Trump has subpoena power. Now, this is where you... Need to activate and become involved. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop over to Locals after my program. I'm going to give you a plan to do this to help you understand how this works, where you'll make a difference. But let's go through this for a moment. What U.S. Code 18-1001-1001 basically says about uh, when you destroy this, right, or how you operate yourself on a committee. It says, except as otherwise provided in this section, whoever, in any manner within the jurisdiction of the executive, legislative, or judicial branch of the government or the United States, knowingly and willfully, now here you go. One, falsifies, conceals, or covered up by any trick Oh, we didn't really see it. It was just a memo. Get it? Covers up by any trick, scheme, or device a material fact. Would it be a material fact that they brought somebody in, they did an entire testimony, and that person's testimony, or maybe five or six people's testimony, maybe 10 or 12 people's testimony, completely debunked the whole meaning for this committee? So I have a question for you. Would that be a material fact? Falsifies, conceals, or covers up by any trick, scream, or device a material fact. Would you say deleting it covers it up? You also have to go on. Makes any materially false, fictitious, or fraudulent statement or representation. Let's think about this for a moment. They're saying that President Trump lied about elections, lied that they were stolen, rigged, and whatever. That's what they're prosecuting them him for. Let's go back at this. If they make any materially false, fictitious, or fraudulent statement or representation, it was a coup, it was treason, we have all the proof, the election was perfect, most secure ever, Are you getting a picture of this double-edged sword that's now going to become Michael and Gideon's sword and cut through this stuff? How about this? Makes or uses any false writing or document knowing the same to contain any material false, fictitious, or fraudulent statement or entry. Shall be fined under this title, imprisoned not more than five years, if the offense involves international domestic terrorism, as defined in section Two, three, three, one. Oh wait, what? What are we again? Mm, uh, domestic terrorist. Yeah. Oh, he was. He was. It was a conspiracy to get people to become terrorists against their own state. Get this. If it involves this, right? Imprisoned or not more than eight years or both. If the matter relates to an offense under Chapter 109A, 109B, 110, or 117, or Section 1591, then the term of imprisonment imposed under this section shall not be more than eight years. These guys are in a world of hurt. The main thing they have is now that they've charged President Trump criminally... The very documents, memos, interviews, text, emails, messages, recordings, everything is now allowed to be part of the case to defend himself. And as you saw in the reply, they basically said, hey, well, we didn't, we didn't really get rid of anything except memos and blah, 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 blah. And it was never escalated up to us. Well, see, it has nothing to do as whether it was escalated. Did you spend public money? Yeah. What was it? 40 million bucks? Isn't that the? You spent 40 million bucks. And you're supposed to be the people that do it right. You, in fact, not only did you force that person to come in, and not only did you use these resources, but, man, you thought it was so important that you had to have it videotaped. You must have thought this was important. And, by the way, that's not a memo. That's something important. This is a mess, and it can be used against them. So now you see the tables can be turned. And that's why even Harvard attorneys that are very liberal, very liberal, have said this has terrible consequences. But I have told you, I personally believe this is never going to go to court. Never. Because they don't want any of the information found out. You gotta have evidence to convict, right? They withhold evidence, you're not gonna get a conviction or it can be overturned. But they got this other little complication. And what's the complication? There is evidence, a preponderance of evidence, that they drug this out and went with this formula specifically to change the outcome of the election by painting to America that Donald J. Trump is, in fact, a criminal, and they timed it to all being happened during the elections. This is why Biden should be impeached. This is why Garland should be impeached. But by the way, you know what's going to decide it? Yeah, the same thing as always. The balls in the testicular fortitude of the GOP. Unfortunately, We're at the mercy of the GOP, and that's why where we hold this pressure is going to be key, and we got to tell every one of these rat bastards
0: to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut cut the the crap. crap.
1: You're going to get extra special savings because you use the promo code Jovan. I'm telling you, I used to take two hours or more to get to sleep and only sleep for a few hours. Now I'm asleep. I'm telling you, 15 minutes or less, I'm out like a baby. And that's because of mypillow.com forward slash Jovan. Use your promo code Jovan. I guarantee you'll be happy you did. The other part of it is part of having good sleep and keeping up with the stress is to have good nutrition.